Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. You know, it, it may sound like I just was like this knight in shining armor and just had all the answers. And it's like, no, I fucked up a lot. Yeah. I said horrible I said horrible shit about their mother to them, the kids. I said horrible shit about their stepfather. They are kids. They lovingly responded and got past that. I'm the luckiest guy. That's why I say I'm so fucking lucky, dude. Yeah. Not only I got to get my life, but I got to get a peaceful life back. And I also have the uh, the um, forgiveness of my children. You know, and my humility now is at a such where I can where I can say, hey. Listen, guys, that's a fucked up thing I just said about mom. I'm so sorry. You guys know that I don't feel that way. You know that I don't think that about her. She's awesome. You know, she's an anti-vaccine person and she has good, good reason. Okay. You know, uh, you know, they're, they're very specific things that we are just like totally disagree on. I have, I have to get super humble and they respond. Next thing you know, my ex-wife calls and goes, hey, I'm thinking about getting them a, a series of very conservative um, vaccinations. I'm like, what the hell happened? What the frick happened? My humility is part of that solution. Contrary action. So it's easy to say, but it's really, really difficult to do, and that is to drop the rock. And that's another image. Like in divorce, I suddenly picked up a rock in the front yard, figuratively, and I carried that rock uh, because it was like, I'm carrying it as a burden. I was a victim. I also carried it to hit somebody in the head with it. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's such a great analogy for me early in, you know, I picked up a rock man and I, you know, I was the victim who had to carry this rock. And then also I was going to use it as a weapon. And, uh, eventually I put the rock down. You know? But let me ask you something. You put the rock down, Yeah. but if you had to go through it again, would you do it? Would you, because there's something about experiencing carrying that rock. Yeah. Would you it's do it again? Powerful. It's very powerful. You're wielding this weapon, which is yeah. your anger, your viciousness, your whatever has gone wrong in the divorce. Like I had a couple of episodes that gave me the feeling that I was going to take the kids away. Uh, and I was backed up by it. And so I had all this power and that rock was all part of that. Um, but there was no love in that. There was vanquish mine enemy. There was destroy her by any means necessary, destroy her. And that was not the solution. That was not the solution. I know that now. I can't imagine how horrible my kid's life would be now if the two of us were still fighting like we wanted to kill each other. And we did. I can't imagine how horrible the situation trading. I know I hear about people who have to talk to their ex through a mediator still. Yeah. They have to type in, you know, they can't talk. And granted, that's that's going to happen. Some of us are going to go through that. A lot of us. It gets really hairy. But the longer you hold on to that rock or that flaming torch that you're ready to burn the barn down with, the longer your pain will last. That's my experience. Yeah. And you've you've covered so much and and done it in such a way that's so um, accessible 
Well, I'm really chatty, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, are you kidding me? Like, chat away, bro. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Um, yeah. What I'm left with um, inside of your story, and, and I guess I'm curious to know is, what's the price that what's the price that you paid for being righteous in those moments for being what righteous like you know for oh, yeah yeah um that's a that's a that's a great word i mean i righteous indignation i um a you know righteous indignation comes with entitlement um i felt entitled to my dark feelings um, it also with righteousness comes a mean streak a mile wide, um, for me, uh, the righteous behavior, uh, brought with, you know, like, you know, if you know anything about dogs, some people are like, yeah, that dog's got a mean streak in, a, in every litter. There's a couple of dogs who will bite you in the ass as soon as lick you. Um, and those are the dogs with a mean streak. I, I equate righteousness usually with a big mean streak. It's like, oh, that one's got it. Because there is that. It's like self-righteousness. Um, so, I mean, it's a tough word because to me it has a negative connotation. It means a lack of uh, uh, connection to the good self, to doing the right thing. It's like, I'm going to be right. And it's like, damn the torpedoes. Uh, I am the alpha and the omega. I have the answer. I am God. Uh, and hear me roar, you know? So that was a, that was part of the rock I carried the rock righteously. <laughs> you know, it was my weapon and I took it into battle like the Vikings. And all I wanted was the lamentations of the females. You know, <laughs> that's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> Kill the men and listen to the lamentation of the females. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, that's, that's what's righteousness for me. So I try to step out of righteousness, and the only thing that gets me out of that is, like I said before, trust God, clean house, help somebody else. And when I say trust God, again, please don't. I hope people don't flip out. I know people are disappointed by religion, and I, am, I, I, I share in that. You know, I, it's, it's just that God to me is just not me. It's just not me. Yeah, it can be whatever you do, spirituality, not whatever it is. You know? Yeah. If you can just let go of that, like, you know, trust that there's something bigger than you going on, uh, whatever it is for you. You know, I have friends who, um, it's a door handle to their shed. They're like, that thing's more powerful than me. I know it. It's like, okay, whatever, bro. But it gets them out of being the absolute solution to everything. Cause like I said, I've got a committee on my shoulder and those guys do not know how to manage my life. They know how to make a mess of it. And that I learned early on. Like I have this committee that says, you know, it'd be a good idea if you ran your car into that guy's uh, police cruiser. <laughs> like a good idea. And after a couple of beers and driving around in circles, it sounds like a good idea. You know, I'm not that guy anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get to be that guy anymore. So. <laughs> And your kids get to see, you know, the the loving dad, the dad that they do want to be around. So yeah. that that's a winning situation right there. And you get to have the relationship that you described that you have now with um, your ex, awesome. which is awesome. And, and uh, it's like I'm working, and I'm like, hey, I got to work this week. And she's like, cool. Why don't you get them Saturday? And I'm like, awesome. I'll pick them up Saturday. So instead of having a rigid schedule, dude, I'm so lucky. I have a relationship with their mom, who's like. Oh, cool. Cause we we're freelance. You can appreciate this. 
I've got to go to freaking New Mexico for a shoot for a week. She's like, ah, that sucks. But you know what? Why don't you take them then tonight and have them for the next three days and then drop them off on your way to the airport? Yeah. We can do that. Look at that. All that came out of love and dropping the rock and stopping the hostilities. There's a lot to be to be said for that. And I see a lot of people who can can do that. No matter how much water's under the bridge, I'm sure that people are out there going, oh no, she uh, she drove my convertible off a cliff. I will never speak to her again. Yeah. Take a moment and go, okay, imagine the kind of pain that would force you to light somebody's car on fire and drive it off a cliff. And that shit happens. Yeah. Imagine that kind of pain and have a, a tiny, tiny, tiny grain of sand ounce of compassion for that and that and take responsibility for how horrific that marriage was because you know you have some responsibility for it i mean there are it's hard that's a really hard thing to come to grips with you know you have a part in that marriage becoming a fucking trash fire a dumpster fire you have a small part in it you got to start looking for that small part yeah and finding the gold, man, like, you know, like you said, you got, you got to find the gold because one, you had kids involved, but even if the kids weren't in the picture, you still, you're not going to get any freedom if you carry them around. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to be able to move on. So well, that's what I did with my first divorce. It became a funny story that I yeah. shared at every bar. Um, and it was, it defined me. Oh, that's that guy who's wife ran off with the chief of police, you know, and, uh, and it's a really <laughs> funny story, you know, and I had lots of them and there was a lot, there was more than that crazy story. It was just like, you do tell it in a funny way though. Well, I didn't, I didn't even give it much. I mean, I used to really, it was awesome. Like nine people at a bar. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I had lots, of, funny, lots of crazy stories, you know, and I went through a lot of craziness, you know, we, we do when we're in a business where we're around crazy stuff and yeah. magic things happen. You know, and my my parents uh, separated for a year and then they got back together. My dad was an alcoholic um, and it took his life, you know, and uh, at 11, suddenly I was like, just me and my mom. So, I mean, we all go through shit. Also, guys, we have childhood trauma. We have trauma. That's what I work with with these guys with PTS, man. They have childhood trauma. Like some of these vets can go into battle and clear a room full of uh, hostile people, come home and work at the bank and be like, hey, how are you today? How are you doing? Other guys come back and they can't stop drinking. They can't stop beating their wife. They can't stop robbing the grocery store. They have a trauma, usually a childhood trauma associated with their post-traumatic stress that keeps them locked in hell. Um, So, I mean, I get to do that kind of work now, which has taken my game even further uh, in terms of looking at the psyche and looking at what an initiated man really is and looking at the life and death of this shit. And divorce sometimes is life or death. It really is. If you don't get this man, it's going to end badly. I'm not talking about, but it's just, it, it goes to a bad place sometimes. So, you know, if I had one message, I'm like, don't take it lightly. Get help, get help now because that pain leads to sometimes people do anything to get out of that pain. You know, they'll do anything to share that pain or do anything to get out of it. And uh, it's no joke. It's absolutely no joke, man. It's quite often life or death. Not to mention kids. The kids have to be, the kids have to flourish. They have to grow up in love. They can't grow up in hate. They can't process it. 
They can't process that. They can't process your issues with your ex. They're like, why does daddy hate my mom? I love my mom. So they hate you. You know, went through that. I was like, daddy, don't talk bad about mom. Don't say that. Don't say that. And I was like, yeah, thank God. You know, and that things, everybody tells you, don't bad mouth your ex. Don't bad mouth her. Don't bad mouth them. It's true. You can't do it. The kids wear that. Yeah, there's and no cheese down that tunnel. If you do it, you're, you're you just losing. It. It. Yeah. They forgive you because they're beautiful, beautiful children. They're kids. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.